0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the big program. Dave stuttered things. My granddaddy said the triumphant return of our podcast and simulcasting uh, or, or video or sending out a video in, in, in simulcast, I guess. Is that how how you do that? Um, we are completely on in uncharted uh, territory here. We've got a webcam going, which is uh, new to us. We're sort of arranged in the studio in a weird way where we're probably going to be looking away, looking up, looking down, trying to figure out our bearings. We've got some other things going on just out of frame is chaos everybody you just can't hardly see it but we're back things my granddaddy said uh, this will be episode uh, chrono- uh, in, um, chronologically this will be episode eighteen I believe uh, when last we talked uh, officially uh, on this uh, podcast it was probably sometime in June or July of 2016 can you imagine the election had not happened yet but it was <laughs> it was getting very close um, and we all know how that uh, how that turned out so uh, welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, um, questions and, and uh, concerns about where the show has gone. And as I explained the other day, it has, it's gone nowhere. It's been right here. Um, we just had it packed up. We had to unpack it and get it organized and sort of revamp a few things. And we've expanded um, our uh, sort of uh, cast members and everything else. Um, so, And we have a guest today, and we're going to be having guests uh, as sort of a regular uh, thing with this show. So, uh let me introduce to you first um a, a new feature uh on the podcast on things my Granddaddy said. He he will be acting as engineer, um producer, musical entertainment. Uh Jack stuttered everybody. Hello, hello. Very good. He's right. he's, he's, he's <laughs> here it is. He's a, he's out of frame and probably off mic, but he's uh he's here and he's helping us out. So, um my my, let's get right to it, everybody. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, as usual, we're going to give you our normal dose of politics and uh, news of the day and a little bit of silliness. So let's get started. Um, my guest today, everybody, is a a great friend of the show. He's been a guest many, many times. Um, he is a sponsor of the show. We'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes, and we'll talk about how you can be a sponsor if you like. Um, but uh, he he has been with us many, many times, and we're happy to have him back. Ladies and gentlemen, none other, none other than the one and the only. Michael O'Hagan, very nice, Michael O'Hagan. Everybody, what's happening, Mike? Put those headphones on there.
1: Did you not get the memo about my new intro song. <laughs> we did not have enough practice time.
0: What would you have liked to have been uh, ushered in with?
1: Well, we'll save that for next time. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I, I don't. Promise. I don't want to ruin it. I'll make you a promise. Okay. That I'll have it ready. Thank you. you. Michael Hagan, what's going on, buddy? Uh, You know, another day practicing law, getting some people divorced, uh, getting some people out of jail. You know, I'm down here by Fayette. I figure I'll swing by a rancho, see what's going on.
0: Well, Well, before we get into into anything, let's talk about uh, your practice for for the folks that that don't know who you are, what you do. You're a lawyer, obviously. What kind of law do you practice?
1: Uh, Criminal defense work and domestic relations. Uh, Every once in a while, some personal injury if you're hurt bad enough.
0: All right, and where do you primarily practice?
1: Office is out of Buford, but uh, I pretty much go wherever the wind blows me.
0: Okay, so you do personal injury, criminal defense, and a little bit of divorce work. Is that pretty much it in a nutshell? Uh,
1: that's it in a nutshell. And
0: your background is similar to mine, is it not?
1: Uh, not as fancy as yours, but
0: yes. Sort of via the same route, though. Uh, absolutely. Atlanta police officer for many years.
1: Uh, yeah, not as many, but yeah. Well,
0: there, what, nine? Uh, it's just six. Eight, six, Okay. It's better than none. I always say. Well, let's let's go get right into it. Here, here's the first thing I want to talk about with you. I don't know if you saw this story the other day, but I I, I did, and I, I made some Facebook comments about it. It was uh, uh this uh, uh there was much much to do made on in the media about this female, this African American female officer who was being heralded as the first uh, female, and I think African American female or any female uh, officer to make to to become a member of their SWAT team. And uh, to graduate from sniper school, and I assume take her position as a counter sniper on their team. There was a big deal made about that in the media, and, and I looked at that and I thought, well, I'm not quite sure what, what the deal is with this. I mean, Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta Police Department had female SWAT team members and counter snipers 25 years ago. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I pretty much agreed with you back in, uh, it was one of the highlights of my Academy days, Deborah Sousa, who worked with you on SWAT, put me on the ground. (laughs) and put her knee in my back a lot of guys you remember her very pretty lady a lot of guys would have paid good money for that I got it for I actually got paid to do it that
0: often cost uh, extra for that kind of treatment by Debra Sousa
1: and this was back uh some 22 years ago
0: that's right and she was sort of a pioneering uh officer on the department she came to SWAT and uh, was one of the first she wasn't the first and the name of the girl or the lady the female that was the first female on the SWAT team eludes me right now if anybody watching um, can shoot us something on facebook or shoot me something or an email at uh uh gmail.com. you can um let us know who that was uh if you're if you uh if you know so yeah i mean I, I just didn't understand why it was such a big deal why they were making such a big fuss out of this it was like i mean it was almost like you know um if someone all of a sudden you know broke a a four-minute mile and we are like uh well that's that's pretty awesome kind of, i can't do that uh, but i mean
1: uh, but happy for you but it's kind of been done <laughs> to death <I> mean, <laughs> right
0: you know so i mean i that was sort of the my, my thought about that not not to diminish i mean anybody that, that goes through sniper school and I mean, a uh, SWAT school for their department, and the Forsyth school, and and can shoot well enough to qualify as a sniper. My hat's off to her. Uh, great job, very nice, nicely done. Um, if I could recall your name, I'd shout out to you. But um, I just didn't. I, I got. I, I didn't get offended, but I just thought, man. I mean, Atlanta's been on the. And it's not just that. I mean, Atlanta's been on the forefront of sort of promoting and uh, and and, and um, putting. Minority candidates and, and and females in various positions of authority and in special assignments for years. Beverly Harvard, first first African American female chief of police in a major major metropolitan city. Exactly. I think I think we remember how all the, how that worked out. Not bad.
1: Uh, that was. Uh... About the, I was there when that went on. I left when she, we had when I had creative differences with the city. We right. weren't, so rather than it was best we just both went our separate ways.
0: Right. And, and I'm going to adjust your mic a little bit for you, Mike. You need to. Sorry about that. A little, little closer, to that bad boy. Try that now. Better. Yeah, better. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it, yeah. We <laughs> creative differences, to say the least. Of course, you know, in those days, I thought, man, <clears throat> it, it 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 couldn't get much worse than it is right now. And then along comes Richard Pennington and. It got worse, <laughs> amazingly. I mean, if from my perspective, it did. There's going to be a lot of people who say, oh, he was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and she was great, and it was all wonderful. And for a lot of people, it might have been. Um, but those were not my experiences down there. So um, there, there had been some people that sort of questioned why I was um, sort of mentioning this. And, you know, not that I was disturbed by it because I wasn't, but I just thought it was it was odd that all these accolades were being heaped on this this on the Fulton County PD and uh, this and the, person... The
1: ladies in the ATL have been doing it for years.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That that was my point. That's all. So, anyway. All right. Well, that's uh, topic number one. Uh, done. Uh, what else has been going mm-hmm. on, Mike?
1: Uh, I, I can barely stomach looking at a Facebook these days, everything I see. School shootings, uh, pro-gun, anti-gun, uh, kids holding up, you know...
0: Well, let, let's. Does let,
1: he watch uh, R-rated movies with you? He he
0: does some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I let him select select R-rated movies. Yeah, okay. he has seen The Blues Brothers many times now. A um, couple others. Pulp Fiction,
1: anything like that? Mm, no, we've not, not, not we've quite, not done Pulp Fiction
0: yet. No, not yet.
1: Uh, you know, just kids running around. Uh, not you know that I'm any stranger to profanity. Anybody who knows me knows that. Uh, you should know that. But um, you know, when you, you're parading your seven-year-old kid with the F the NRA. Uh, You know, placard out there, your profanity placard. Um, You know, it's not nearly as bad as, uh, you know, the Klan when they got their kids running around with the, you know, the Dunskos outfits on. But, uh, you know, just exploiting kids uh, for this cause. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, and, and here's the thing that I've become so wary about. I don't, I don't, you know, it's hard to know on Facebook. What is what is real? What's not real? What's uh, fake? It's, what's, a,
1: it's next impossible.
0: It's next impossible. So I'm to the point where I, I there's there's very very little that I repost on Facebook. It's I don't remember the last news article that I reposted because you just simply can't trust the source. Just like that thing you mentioned, I've seen now several sites that have come out and said that was that was Photoshop. That really didn't happen. Just like this, um, the girl that the, the counterpart to David Hogg, the the skinhead girl that that is
1: oh sure, uh, lesbian female with the Puerto Rico yeah, flag I can't think of her name, right. um,
0: but she there's there's something going around the internet where she is ripping the Constitution in half. They're saying now that's completely photoshopped. It was something else that she was tearing in half, uh, completely unrelated, and, and it's been photoshopped. And it's amazing what you can do with with Pro Tools and video tools and that kind of thing to to manipulate data. You know, manipulate information. So I'm always wary about what, what I repost on Facebook, but, um, that aside, what sort of did you take away from this, this March for life thing that happened over the weekend? Uh,
1: this, again, people who know me, this actually might surprise them. I'm, uh, I think the Heller decision was incorrectly decided, um, You know, I I don't not. And before I start getting hate mail, especially from uh, Kilgo and uh, Chris Martin and all the the Law Shield guys, um, you know, I think it's great that it's, you know, a lot of people can have guns now. Uh, I I just think it was incorrectly decided Um, in order to reach that decision. You just have to completely trim away the part of the amendment uh, discussing the uh, well-regulated militia. Um
0: and for our listeners or not even for some of our lawyers <laughs> um review, review very quickly the Heller decision.
1: Uh let's see individual here's actually some level of police officer up in uh, DC went to apply for a permit, they denied his permit. Um it went well they had a law at the time you couldn't have a uh, uh you couldn't have firearm uh excuse me handguns. Uh long rifles were okay. Um you know case went up the Supreme Court decided in a 5-4 split decision so obviously I wasn't the only one thinking that because four other Supreme Court justices you know sided the way that I'm thinking that uh, they went ahead and took the right to bear arms to an individual level with that decision
0: was that uh, you might have said it and I just didn't I didn't hear it uh, was that in that case originate out of out of what state was that? There was District in? Columbia. That's what I thought was yeah. Metro D.C. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and and I don't know if if that that simply affected his ability to do that in that state or in that uh, area. Right. I it, mean, that was my it, understanding. It didn't. It right. didn't necessarily have nationwide implications. No, it, it, it didn't.
1: It, it had to do with a, uh, a fire, or a handgun. I keep saying fire, a handgun mm-hmm. pen in the uh, in the city. Um, the Supreme Court went ahead. Justice Scalia uh, writing for the majority, uh, went ahead and gave individuals the right to bear arms in that decision. Uh, gun enthusiasts couldn't be happier. Uh, anti-gun people uh, couldn't be more angry about it. Uh, regardless whether or not that uh, were, uh, that law or that case really affected so few people, uh, essentially just the DC area, And I don't, there may be other cities that it affected, but, uh, here in Georgia, Obviously, with the new changes in the laws a couple of years ago, it's become more of a cowboy town uh, than
0: it was. Well, well yeah, uh, sort of the, with the guns everywhere bill that was passed in right. the last legislative session of the time before that. Well, I mean, and, and I, I think that as we talk about as this gun debate now is back front and center. And here, here's one of the things that disturbs me about this whole uh, March episode of the weekend. Uh, i don 't recall and, and even Jack made this comment uh, and Jack and I had done a show um, sort of like a precursor to the to getting this thing back off the ground and, and we talked about all this in, before the march had happened, sort of in the wake of, of the of the florida shooting and and you know it, it was a good exchange, but it, it, both of us felt that it might have been a little strong to to publish, so we didn't, we didn't publish it it 's sort of in the lost episodes now maybe one day we'll 'll we'll put it up. Uh, but one of the things that, that we talked about, and one of the things that, that disturbs me a little bit, is you know after sandy Hook sure twenty six, twenty seven children murdered uh, by this Adam Lanza, I think, uh, where was this outrage? Where was this marching in the streets, and where was all of this protest and, and demanding you know gun control and demanding i didn't see any of it then, and I, I don't understand why. We didn't see any of, it, any of it then, and there's been subsequent shootings uh, where we did not see this kind of outrage. Hell, the murder rate in Detroit, the murder rate in Chicago—I mean—is is ridiculous. It, they, they've had, they've had five hundred murders in, in Chicago, I think this this year. I mean, they're,
1: just yeah, sir, I, I don't know how anybody left.
0: They're they're leading the nation. I know right. that in homicides per capita, no outrage behind that. No marches in the streets. No,
1: not 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 to this level, no. No,
0: and, and it, it, now comes David Hogg, sure. after the Parkland shooting, um, who <clears throat> arguably has Pepsodent good looks.
1: Could, could maybe hit the weights a little bit, but yeah, young guy, <laughs> kind of skinny. You yeah. Know, could be a little bit more buff. Good looking sure. guy, sort yeah. of like a teen
0: idol. Sure. Probably marketable to that 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 golden demographic. That, that,
1: I bet the chicks dig him.
0: The I, chicks digging.
1: He's swimming in it. I bet he it. is
0: swimming in it. He's he's beating it off with a stick, so to so to speak. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and <clears throat> not for nothing, he's white. Oh sure. So he's very non-threatening. You can present this. Finally, the media has a darling that they can present in this in this capacity, who can get up and scream and holler and and yell and not scare away uh, folks.
1: Not scare away the you know the church ladies and you know people the you know people like that
0: exactly. But there have been plenty of people screaming in the wake of the of the you know the the BLM or the the BLM members screaming about you know um, alleged police brutality, officer-involved shootings, the murder rate in these various cities. Nothing crickets, no coverage like this guy's getting.
1: No, uh, he, I mean I'm seeing
0: this guy everywhere.
1: Yeah, and I've. Again, Facebook post and tried to research him a little bit. I think his father has some sort of federal law enforcement background. FBI agent, I believe. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's got any more contacts than the normal person would have because of that, uh, who he might know. Um, but again, that brings, you know, how, you know, the son of an FBI agent, how, you know, more pure and, and wholesome could you be than, you know, our nation's law enforcement uh, is anti or is trying to take a stand on
0: guns. Right. And and I, and I don't fault at, uh, David Hogg. I mean, it's not his fault that he's been sort of catapulted into this media spotlight, but I do fault the media itself for being hypocrites as usual. Because they've had plenty of opportunities prior to this situation to pluck out spokespeople from various movements and make them the poster child for gun control. They didn't do it.
1: And, and where did this kid come from?
0: Where did he come from? You know, I mean, I think that's the disingenuous sort of uh, um, hypocritical thing that we see the media doing with this kid. And, and that aside, um, for all of the, you know, you know of course, this is an, an engendered a, a firestorm again on Facebook and social media and everywhere else about gun control and the debate that that always brings on. Um, and and to, to see what's being portrayed in social media, you would think that the the, the masses are marching to take your guns away. And it's going to happen like tomorrow.
1: Any minute now. <laughs> Any
0: minute now, jackbooted thugs are going to come into your house and take all your guns. That
1: kid, you know, leading the march.
0: Exactly. Because I've seen more than one Facebook meme where he, he, made, he made the mistake on the podium and raised his right hand. In sort. Sure. You know, the, oh,
1: absolutely. The Nazis are coming for our guns. The Nazis
0: are coming for your guns. Right. But at the same time, on the flip side of that, to the gun uh, control enthusiasts... Um, you are never, ever, ever going to get this country to disarm. It will, It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Just like no one's going to come into your house, gun nuts, and take your guns tomorrow. That's never going to happen. It, it's just – and the reason that it's not going to happen is, is, first of all, <clears throat> there are thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands. We have more guns per person in this country than any other country in the, in the on the planet, I think. Personal ownership. Right. Uh, you might be able to pass through some legislation relevant to high capacity magazines and and the AR platformed rifles.
1: Yeah, the bump stocks, that's a that's a big sure. one.
0: You might be able to pass through some legislation relevant to that, but it's going to do nothing about the hundreds of thousands of those things that are out there right now.
1: That or you're not getting, they they're no, they just can't. They
0: there they there will be to. no mass confiscation of weapons in this country ever, ever. Would you agree? I would agree. And and even to get to to for legislation to withstand constitutional scrutiny relevant to banning high capacity magazines, which has been tried, struck down. Banning assault style. I don't even like saying that. The AR platformed weapons, the 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 weapons that are that are capable. See, it, when you start trying to define and talk about what an assault rifle is, it, it immediately, even for people for gun guys like us, it, demedi- it immediately devolves into just gobbledygook. Because now I'm trying to say, well, it's a, a, a shoulder fired weapon that that will accept a high capacity magazine. So that an AR-15. Defi- an AR-15, <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, but e- even even Trying to put legislation forth to ban or curtail, curtail, the or restrict the sale of those, that's happened before, and ultimately it failed. It it could not pass constitutional scrutiny. We had a we had an assault weapons ban in this country.
1: The, uh, Clinton days,
0: absolutely. It it no more. It's gone. Ah, it's sunset provision. I think. It, it's that's right. It's sunsetted because it had no chance to pass a serious constitutional challenge. And the, and the reason for that is, <clears throat> for all the screaming and hysteria that's going on right now in this country relevant to guns and gun violence, there's still it, it would still be almost impossible to show some rational relationship between banning a certain type of firearm and stopping mass homicide.
1: Absolutely. Um, and that,
0: that is part of, I mean, that's simplifying it down very much, but that's that's the essence of the test.
1: Uh, and the thing is, I mean, as you know, if you, if you want it bad enough, uh, even if what, some of these states you can't have more than ten in your in your in your mag, um, or, you know, lower capacity. If you really want to do a lot, you're going to just load up on your mags.
0: Um, I could take a a, a a and not to get technical on people, but I, I could take a Ruger 1022 rifle, fires a 22 long. It comes standard with a little 10-round little sort of mm-hmm. hidden magazine. I could take that Ruger 10-22 rifle and a pocket full of those 10-round magazines and do as much, if not more, damage than this kid did in Parkland simply because I'm trained.
1: And one thing that people probably don't realize unless they've got a bunch of gun training is 22. although it's small, that's a bad little bullet. It's going fast, it gets inside you, and it bounces around.
0: That's exactly right. That's right. And uh, and, and then um, to sort of hit on another aspect of this, and I'm going to bring Jack in a little bit on this, I, I, <laughs> I, I saw where this congressman perhaps uh, in another state was suggesting that, or a school superintendent, maybe I forget who this guy was, and I should have written all this stuff down, but at any rate, this this, this cat um, suggested that this that the classrooms be fitted with buckets of, of stone, rocks, and that. The students uh, could combat the uh, a mass shooter with, with rocks. Now, your your knee jerk reaction to that is is what? Just your initial reaction is what?
1: That's the dumbest damn thing I've heard. Stupidest thing you've ever heard in your yeah, life. Yeah, maybe not in my life, but in a while.
0: And that was the, the sort of the overall reaction to that. <clears throat> However, the protocol, the, the what's being taught to children right now in schools, and I've got one right here that'll tell you uh what's being taught to kids in school right now is that in the event of a mass shooter it's basically duck and cover it's basically stop drop and roll right they want you to they want you to get in your classrooms turn the lights out and hide jack is that pretty much the long and the short of it pretty much okay and and hope that the danger just passes you on by yeah it's it's a total hope tactic exactly
1: and i don't are you allowed at your school cell phones or anything like that Not on you. Okay. Some of these schools, and the kids have them, they can't shut up. They're jacking around on their phones. They're still making all kinds of noise, even during the drill.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. So my point was simply this. I would rather, and and that's sort of in line with what I've instructed Jack in the event that something like this was to happen. I don't, to suggest that students go out in the hallway and confront a shooter with rocks is is ridiculous. That's laughable and probably probably, um, actionable by telling kids to do that. However, once you've gone as far as you can possibly go, my point is do something. Throw books, rocks, A-
1: anything, soda cans. Anything other than lay there.
0: Anything other than lay there and hope he just doesn't shoot you. That's ridiculous. So I applaud this guy in the one sense that he's at least encouraging these children to do something when it's you know sort of zero hour. Right. No one's saying run out in the hallway and start throwing rocks at this guy as he's spraying the hallway with 223. But to lay there in the dark once he's breached into the classroom and just hope you don't get shot is ridiculous. Teach these kids how to fight back when, 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 there's, when there's absolutely no other option instead of just laying there and hoping that they they're not murdered. I mean, am I, am I out of bounds with that, do you think?
1: No. I mean, at that point, anything is better than nothing. Uh, and I mean, sure you, I I mean, (laughs) if you're, if you're going to get shot lying there, if you're up and moving, you still might get shot. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, you know, you get some kid that's got a good arm. You get a lucky shot, you know, tag the kid in the head at least enough to slow him down for a second.
0: Right. Right. Well, yeah. So all of that going on this weekend, uh, with the, um, with the gun protests and, and sort of the, all the conversation that that's bringing on, and that's just sort of just some some uh, you know some uh, observations I made over the weekend, and, and certainly not uh, comprehensive or really even all that in depth. Just some some of the sort of the things that came to my, my mind as I watched all of this happening uh, I, over the weekend. I, I,
1: I think what and then you know another thing, and I tried researching this. There's too much of it. that You probably saw CDC reports: 4,400 kids a year die or suicide from bullying. I don't know how true that stat is. Um, that could be accurate. You know, don't know. Like I said, I researched a little bit. But, you know, you see these kids out, and I don't know if your school had a walkout. I know that at least one of my kids' schools up in Gwinnett had a walkout. But, you know, I'm hazard, I would hazard a guess that these kids who are walking out, you know, showing solidarity, are the same kids that they're hanging out with on a regular basis. I'm oh, sure. They're not, and in the protest marches, you know, they're not standing next to him and walking with this kid that when they walk down the hall, they're slapping his books out of his hand and calling him a fag. You know, they're not doing any of that. Right. Uh, so, you know, how about as opposed to, you know, protest and march and stand with your friends and skip a class? Don't be a dick. You know. Yeah,
0: that's I think that's good advice.
1: You know, you may not, you know, prevent somebody from now, this last kid, I don't know. They said he was he just sounded kinda out there. You know, I don't know that it was so much a bullying thing with it. It may have been, I don't know. He just sounded kinda nuts.
0: Yeah, and but and with this this kid, let, let no, I'm talking about the Parkland shooting. Right, Parkland. Let's not forget the I don't know how many red flags that were flown sure. relevant uh, to this guy. Yeah, right. The FBI had several tips to go and talk to this kid to investigate this kid, failed to do it. There's, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole wake uh, of mistakes leading up to this shooting where it it, it looks just, at, you know, on, on a cursory inspection of of the chronology of, 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 you know, what led up to this shooting, it could have been prevented.
1: Right, and I don't know, was there a, a background check issue that somebody dropped the ball on with him as well? I, I, I can't remember.
0: I think there was something uh, relevant. I don't remember particularly what it was, but, yeah, I think that's exactly uh, right.
1: So, I mean, again, okay – you have all these checks in place, you know, one still failed. Um, but I, I don't think taking everybody's guns is going to be the answer, nor is that ever in a million years going to happen.
0: Right, right. Okay. Well, <clears throat> but, you know, at the very minimum, and, and I, I think that uh, there's, there, there needs to be a rational discussion about guns in the United States. I think we have to have that discussion.
1: Uh, absolutely. And I don't know what the, and there's some people you're, you're just, you're never going to reach. There's, you know, your folks out in Montana who do have their militias, not well organized, um, who, no, you're Waco, Ruby Ridge. I mean, right? they end up getting into, uh, shootouts with the police when they come to take them into custody. You got that extremist. And then on the other, you got the other side.
0: I mean, the takeaway is 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 as old as as the, our constitution and as old as the republic. The, the takeaway is, and, and, and George Washington said it, Ben Franklin said it, uh, Alexis de Tocqueville said it when he came over here and did his tour of the United States two hundred years ago. Freedom. I mean, this this is just in a nutshell. Freedom is hard.
1: Absolutely. Freedom. Yeah.
0: It, it takes courage to be free, and once you start accepting that. The price for freedom is too much, then maybe it's time to start shifting your world your your paradigms. Maybe it starts trying it's, it's it's time to start shifting your paradigms because if if a, a gun-free America or if a second of watered down second Amendment is going to make us safer, if that's what we're going to look at, then imagine if we just did away with that pesky Fourth Amendment where there, 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 there need not be a, a, a warrant signed by a, nat, a neutral and detached magistrate to enter your home in the dark of night and snatch your ass outside.
1: And, and that's, uh, actually, you know, when you mentioned the Fourth Amendment, uh, the Second Amendment, a lot of people are excluded from the Second Amendment. Right. Uh, convicted felons, illegal aliens, um, people not old enough to own a gun or buy a gun. Right. Uh, whereas the Fourth Amendment applies to everybody. Uh, you're illegal aliens, you're convicted felons.
0: Except unless you're on probation.
1: Well, unless you're on probation, but you kind of did that to yourself. Exactly. Sorry. You
0: get a Fourth Amendment waiver clause with every probation, everybody.
1: That's true in most counties. So commit a a crime in the metro area, get on felony or misdemeanor probation, I think. That's right. But you don't have to give that Fourth Amendment waiver. They got a hotel for you to sit in.
0: That's exactly right. So,
1: you know, you, you want that uh, that freedom. You like breathing fresh air. You like running out to uh, get the McRib, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, uh, you know, you can do that, but you're going to be waving your Fourth Amendment you got to
0: love a McRib, by the way.
1: Uh, yeah. Is that back now? I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't believe so.
0: You don't. You think it is?
1: Uh, no, I said I don't believe.
0: So. No, yeah, you know, I'm not sure where that came from. Yeah, the McRib. Uh, well, it, they brought it back for a while. I mean, there was hey, a big media campaign up. about the McRib. Everybody. What's that? There was a big media campaign about the McRib.
1: Was that the okay. uh, the box in China and it said, uh, what what, what did that say? Cows' buttholes or something? <laughs> yes, was, exactly. Yeah, and they said that something was the, like that. the, the McRib. Right? That was the
0: the McRib always reminded me of a, of, a, of a small section of spinal column. It did that, that. Just sort of was dissected and, and put into a box and slathered up with some ketchup. And for
1: some reason, it's gelatinous enough just to eat.
0: It was horrible. The McRib. Let me just go on record saying right now, the McRib is probably the most horrible menu item McDonald's has ever conceived. That's a bold statement, but I, there it is. That's a very bold statement. What, you have a, you have something in opposite of that. What 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 other McDonald's item that that you've ever had is? Well, you've never had a McRib, have you?
1: I, I can't say that I have.
0: No. Well, trust me when I say. <laughs> Have you ever had a fish fillet sandwich from McDonald's? Um,
1: I would choose the McRib over the fish fillet. No, fillet o' fish, I'm sorry. That's
0: right, fillet o' fish. That that is wow. Okay, I don't that 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 you you choose the fillet o' fish?
1: No, 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 the McRib.
0: Oh man, I I don't know if I could do it. Uh, the fillet o' fish is 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 rubbery and and disgusting, but I don't know that it rivals in in horribleness the McRib. Yeah, I've, I've never had a McRib, and it's been it's been probably good at least ten years since I've had a fillet. It was like bar. It, it's like biting into cartilage. I mean, it was <laughs> it was awful. It, it 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 it's an awful awful sandwich no, they, no, and a blight got, on humanity. No,
1: they got uh, they saw <laughs> they, they saw some up good. They got you know the pickles, the onions. It's re- it's really not that bad. I, I, I don't you know.
0: I suppose I suppose, but it, it, it is a uh, it, it is the man the McRib. Mm. Gives me chills thinking about it. Horrible. Um, wow. What were we? Uh, what? How would we get on that? Um, the McRib sandwich, everybody. Well, all right. <clears throat> other big stories, uh, and we're, 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 we'll wrap it up here soon. But uh, other other big stories over the weekend. Um, Stormy Daniel, everybody stormy daniel have you have you had a look at stormy daniel Mike?
1: i have not got to view any of her work yet uh you know if i had paid attention more to what we're going to be talking about i probably would have youtube red tubed I,
0: I, yeah I, I did not do that kind of research on stormy daniel I, I i'm sort of of the opinion you've seen one you've seen them all with a big bosom blonde you know um uh, what's her face comes immediately to mind um um well I, I guess she doesn't come immediately to mind um Anyway, yeah. Uh, she have you? You've seen her though. I'm I'm assuming. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not not an unattractive young woman. No. Uh, a, an actress. Sure. <laughs> she. I mean, she certainly builds herself that way. She's a, a, <laughs> adult film star, actress. She's been in hundreds of adult films, and she right. now I think she writes and produces and, and does all kinds of things relevant to that industry. Um. Did you yeah, see the? Yeah.
1: See. And I'm trying to maybe I'm it right now. It's it. YouTube is just so clogged up with interviews right, and right. CNN and ABC News. I can't get any any. did not get any. Action, did you Did action you see
0: picks. the um? Did you watch the sixty Minutes interview last night? Did not. I have to say I did not either. But I did. I, I watched it today. I, I look. I went went on the internet and and, and watched it. And um, you know the the, the in a nutshell, Stormy Daniels says that she had uh, a, a sexual tryst with Donald Trump um, several years ago. I think it was two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve. It's been a long time ago. Um. Baron was, was had just been born, so it was that long ago. Um, they were in a hotel room uh, and uh, had this sexual encounter, uh, she says. And then years later, uh, she would recant that, uh, and she recanted it several times. Um, there was a non-disclosure um, uh, agreement that she signed, relevant to disclosing the details of, of, the, of the of the of the. I don't want to say it was an affair because it was a one time thing, according to her. Um, with uh with mr cohen uh, donald trump's lawyer um and uh, to the tune of one hundred thirty thousand dollars, she signed a nondisclosure and, and agreed not to ever <laughs> speak of it again righteous bucks righteous bucks um and then uh, fast forward to 20 i guess right before actually the, the nondisclosure all of that if i understand the chronology of this thing correctly all of that happened in the run-up to the election they went back to her um 2018 and said hey or 2016 i guess and said hey you know you need to keep your mouth shut about this or maybe even it was even after the election but you know they went back and 130 thousand dollars in hush money signed this non-disclosure she signed it uh, and now she has recanted and she's you know telling her story on 60 minutes and, and everywhere else uh first uh uh topic for consideration does anyone care mike
1: uh an awful lot of democrats do uh, does
0: anyone in trump 's base care
1: <clears throat> I, I, there's i, I don 't know that this is any more significant than half the other things that have come out
0: well he, here's here 's the rub i think this is this is the what what 's really driving this thing if it 's a story, and the story is that the hundred and sixty the hundred and thirty thousand dollars that was paid to miss Daniels allegedly was paid by this mr cohen who oh it was his own <clears throat> money
1: right he says it was his
0: uh, own money. Right. Uh, There is a there is a theory um, and a lot of campaign finance people agree with this theory that the money was paid to Stormy Daniels for the benefit of Trump's campaign to the benefit of Trump's campaign. Therefore, it makes it an in-kind campaign donation that was not disclosed. And then there's some sub parts of that. And the sub parts of that are if he says it's his own money and was never reimbursed by Donald Trump. He may just have a campaign finance issue. Donald Trump is probably not going to be implicated. However, if there is evidence that Donald Trump reimbursed him that money, could be problems for the president. Could be. Could be problems. Um, I thought it was interesting, uh, I guess, uh, today that on the – maybe he even did it yesterday. But uh, Trump uh, doesn't tweet about the Stormy Daniels interview. Instead, he, he dismisses some 60 Russian diplomats – from the United States and runs their asses all, all back to the Ukraine, um, which I thought was, was sort of Clinton-esque. I thought that was, that was kind of brilliant to deflect mm-hmm. from the story to the extent that the media will allow it to be deflected. Because if you remember back in the 90s, on the eve of Monica Lewinsky's testimony to the, to the Star Committee, the eve of her testimony, Bill Clinton is on Martha's Vineyard with Hillary. Can you imagine first— being stuck on Martha's Vineyard with Hillary Clinton, with Monica getting ready to testify the next day in front of the committee. Can you imagine? So what does Bill Clinton do? Bill Clinton, the master that he is, everybody, love him or hate him, he, he was probably the most masterful, Machiavellian politician we've ever had. We've ever had. You're slick. Slickster. They don't call him Slick Willie for nothing. What the Slickster does is he, or, he orders a Tomahawk missile strike on what they say is a is a chemical weapons plant in, in the Sudan somewhere. It turns out it's an ab- it's an abandoned uh, pharmaceutical factory.
1: Uh, bad intel.
0: Bad intel. That's right. But what it did was completely divert everyone's attention from the Monica Lewinsky hearings to suddenly we're at war in in the Middle East again. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And of course the 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 lapdog media who were clearly all in the tank for Mr. Clinton ran with that and there was little attention paid to Monica Lewinsky when she testified. Now, they couldn't, obviously that was a big media event and it was treated as such, but it did work in the short run to get his ass off Martha's Vineyard and away from Hillary Clinton before his mistress testified before Congress.
1: Brilliant. The, uh, uh right. It was, uh, and, you know, Donald, you know, he's, had, he's not a career politics guy. He's, uh... You know, he's always wheeling and dealing, you know, so that, yeah, same type thing that, uh, you know, he probably came up with that on his own, you know.
0: But I do think that it really doesn't matter what he's done or what he's accused of doing. It's not going to matter. To his base, they are they're they're just it's just not going to move no, the needle. No,
1: don't care, don't care. It is. Uh, look what Clinton did. Look what uh, you know. And how come nobody was was belly aching about that? You know, it, it's it's no worse. Um, yeah, and the arguments
0: are the, are the same from the from the from the Republicans now as they were from the Democrats then. Way back when, it's his right? it's his private business. Melania doesn't care. She's forgiven him. It's just it was sex. What's he? It doesn't affect his ability to do the job. That's the same thing Democrats were saying in the nineties, mm-hmm. relevant to Clinton. So you know. Take what you want from that.
1: Now, uh, one hundred and thirty for a, a, a. Is she still making movies? Or
0: I think she is. Yeah, she's she's thirty nine. She's not she's not an old woman. Okay, so she I mean, breaches, she's a little over the hill for uh, that industry. But I mean, I, you know, she keeps herself she'll up. She will make a
1: comeback. But the thing is, okay, so she breaches this contract. Yes, who a porn star for one hundred and thirty. You know, maybe what are you going to get out of a? Porn well, they're stock? saying
0: she—they're they're going to get twenty million out of her. That's uh-huh. the threat. She says that there was a threat made to her by Cohen that they will sue her for twenty million dollars, and that, they're that, going to collect that. Uh,
1: that goes back to my question about what's she doing now.
0: She says also that her her son her her she was threatened by some. Some you know uh, somebody in a parking lot that uh, approached her and was talking to her and said, you know, um, a goon, yeah, a goon, a goon approached her and said, uh you know, you you have a good looking daughter there. It'd be a shame if something happened to her mother. Leave Donald Trump alone. So you know, the, there's there's all that going on for 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 salaciousness. You know, they got to throw all that in. Who knows if if any of that really happens? And if and if any of it did really happen, you know, did did Donald Trump know about it? I mean, that's another thing. I mean, he's you know, I don't know that Donald Trump is dispatching, you know, goons from from the White House to take care of his his blonde bimbos. No, the, I mean,
1: all his New York City connections, though.
0: That's true. He is. He is. Hey, listen, he's probably got some some connections in New York City that he'd rather not talk about. I would imagine. Right. I don't know. So anyway, well, any any uh, any interesting cases going on, Mike, without naming names, anything, anything interesting happening uh... in your in the legal world right now?
1: Nothing comes to mind. Just, what are, you got anything juicy?
0: No, just, just you know murders, rapes, robberies, you know, that kind of thing. Right. The, the, just the, the local flotsam and jetsam of uh, Spalding County and their, uh, you know, constant uh, sagas and woes. I'm
1: still curious to see how the McEver trial is going to turn out.
0: Oh, uh, Tex, MacGyver.
1: Or, yeah, MacGyver.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting trial, isn't it?
1: Uh, arms himself because he's afraid of BLM, falls asleep, uh accidentally, he's using a plastic bag as a holster, uh, shoots.
0: (laughs) Well, why wouldn't he? I mean,
1: (laughs) shoots, uh, although he's uh, in fear for his life because of hooligans within, uh, what, half mile, quarter mile. He nods off, uh, puts a bullet through his uh, wife, To the back seat, and how many hospitals did they pass to get to where they were going?
0: I don't know, but I know that was more than one.
1: Uh, You know, or uh, maybe pass isn't the right word. Uh, I think I counted one time, I think it was five they could have got to that were quicker. You got Grady, you got AMC. uh, Well, heaven
0: forbid he goes to Grady, I mean.
1: Well, he is fancy. Uh, uh, People of means don't go to Grady.
0: Uh, of course, they are the number one trauma center in the, this part of the United States, oh, yeah, particularly yeah. for gunshot victims. Sure.
1: Well, they get a lot of practice.
0: Exactly. But, uh, you know, I, hell, I'd I try to take my wife over to the north side, too. What the hell?
1: Is that where he went? I thought he oh, went. Oh, I don't know where uh, he went. I think he went to Emory.
0: Did he? That, yeah, that's,
1: that's a little bit of a haul.
0: That kind of figures, doesn't it?
1: Well, well that's his people.
0: Have you been following it? On, I've been. You've been watching the live feed from it. No, I have not. Uh, I really haven't either. But the people that I know that have been watching it, the, some of the lawyer friends of mine, said that it, it, so far it's 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 not a great uh, it's not a great case for the state.
1: Well, part of the problem here is Atlanta PD homicide charged him appropriately, and a certain district attorney's office who's prosecuting it decided to go full bore on it. If we're here, we may as well try for murder.
0: Well, I mean, that's sort of part and parcel with that office, is it not?
1: It absolutely
0: is. I mean, I can tell you from firsthand experience, and 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 from working in you know as a a defense attorney for many years, it's uh that's what you're up against when you're uh, out there. Didn't
1: didn't an ADA quit on a case that we had over? uh...
0: Uh, Indeed, I think we'll leave the names out to protect the innocent. But yes, there was an ADA that was so vehemently opposed to a prosecution up there for murder that she, oh darn, I went and said she but at any rate this person uh, uh punched out over it uh, and my hat's off to her
1: um still uh, prosecuting went to another metro area office uh great lady but it it just toured her so much that uh she just couldn't bear to try to prosecute it based on the evidence
0: that's exactly right that's right so, well mike we've been uh go ahead
1: no no uh so I, i'm expecting uh guilty involuntary man, something like that. They're not going to get the murder charge. They're going to blame Atlanta PD homicide. That's also par for the course, would it? it? Oh,
0: of course. That's right. You know, the, the, the APD homicide screwed something up, clearly, if that's what happens. But, uh, you know, we'll watch it and see what happens. I mean, he's got a good legal team. He's got Bruce Harvey and um, – Great ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Flowing mane. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever seen it up close? Uh, yeah. It's braided, tight. Yes. Tight, tight braids. Yeah. And- yeah, you ever seen it with it down, with his hair down? I don't think so. Horrifying. Um,
1: Manson esque.
0: Eh, not not that bad, but it's just. It, I guess it's just because it's just so weird seeing him with his hair down. You know, I've never very. I've seen it. I think once, and I was. I'm shocked and horrified by the <laughs> by the whole thing. Okay, well, look, uh, we've been going for a while. Um, we've covered uh, some some topics. We've had a little bit of fun. Um, not a bad start uh, back with our first show back for a while. Not not bad at all. Any observations? Anything at all, Mike?
1: No. uh, uh, We'll. uh, uh,
0: No. (laughs) Not
1: not not really. You know.
0: Yeah, we we got a lot of things we got to still work out. I mean, we got to still we got to work out ways to integrate some other media into the into the show, and we got to get uh, Jack more involved. Um,
1: We need another. We got chairs. We need another mic.
0: Yeah, we do. We we need a third mic for Jack, and that's uh, you know it's all about the money, Mike. You know this. It's not it's not cheap to run a first class uh, podcast situation over here. Now, come on. You can tell from the decor and the equipment that I have right now that we've pulled out all the stops with my uh, with my uh, flea market lamps for uh, for lighting and, and that kind of thing. Impressive. It is impressive. Um, so we'll, we'll work on that and get some more features up and going. And, and Mike will come back and, and visit with us from time to time. And we're going to do guests. I mean, this is going to be a guest-driven show. Um, I'm already lining uh, someone up for next week. I'll make that announcement on Facebook um, here in the next a couple of days about who that's going to be.
1: Why won't you do it now? Because you don't know. Well,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on it. Um, but it's 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 somebody. To...
1: Spring Break's coming up.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Are you out next week?
0: Uh, yep. Yeah. You get out Thursday, right? Yeah. You be out all week. Thursday's a half day. Don't go back Friday. Right. Back. Right.
1: Yeah, so you're gonna have to find somebody who's not going anywhere good.
0: Uh, yeah. I got. I have just the person in mind. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere good. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll be here. He's he, he's, he um, he's here in in locally, and he 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 works. Uh, almost every night so you know um it's that g- thing g-
1: give me a guess give me a hint
0: uh he's a local celebrity I'll, I'll put it that way but i know him uh no you know it you, you know you've heard me say his name uh many times um but i, I don't know if you know him or not but i, I don't want to say it because i hadn't talked really talked to him about it Is yet there, and i don't want to No,
1: and it's like me with my theme music that you didn't Showing next time we're videos. gonna.
0: Next time we're gonna have your theme music completely ready to go, and uh, it's gonna be spectacular. Well, I can promise you that. We
1: even talked about a different song before it came out, and he still didn't do that. I know. Can you, Can you play that? Walk us out
0: with that. I don't think so, sir. Well, give us a little. Give us a little outro, Jack. Just whatever you whatever you please, Maestro. Very nice. A little riff there. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. Look, if you want to, uh, if you want to communicate with us, you can get me on Facebook. I'm, I'm there. Uh, things my granddaddy said. We have our own page. I've got a David Stuttered page. You can email me at at david.stutteredlaw@gmail.com. Um, show ideas. If you have certain things you want us to talk about. If you have uh, an idea for a guest. If you want to be a guest. If you have something interesting to say and you want to come on and, and talk about it, I'll, I'll certainly give you a chance to come on and, uh, and, and talk. Um, you don't necessarily have to be here in the studio. I can. I can bring you in you know on the telephone we can we can do it that way um, if you're super interesting um, I can come to you we can do a little remote action but um, the preferred method would be to come to the studio have you and. Done uh, that before? I have done that. Yes. Who was who that again? I did that with High Pitch Eric of the that's, of the Howard Stern Show. Everybody, that's, I remember. That's I did indeed, and unfortunately, uh, it was my first remote, and I didn't have my wires hooked up correct, so the audio in that one is terrible, which is a shame because I went all into his uh, his his experience on the Howard Stern Show and his love for um, Mark Wahlberg, and it was it was it was a good interview, but alas, love, it was. As
1: in he's a great actor, or love as in. Uh,
0: love as he wants to have sex with him. Yeah, he's a big uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Great
1: actor. You remember him in the uh, Calvin Klein ads? Guy, oh, indeed. He, he was jacked.
0: Yeah, it's you know? Marky Mark in the, in the Fresh Bunch, right? Funky. So funky Bunch. Yeah, but, I'm twisted yeah. up here. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, well. I can see that, though. Not,
1: not, that, you know, not that that's my thing, but.
0: Oh, he's a good-looking man. No, sure. Even now. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not Mark Wahlberg. It's the discount Mark Wahlberg. It's his brother Donnie Wahlberg. Oh. That's who he's got a man crush. Not more than a man crush. It's way more than a man crush. That's who he talks about all the time. Donnie. Walberg, it's the it's the discount uh, Mark Wahlberg. I' uh,
1: not seeing that one.
0: He was still, but he was in the group, wasn't no, he? No,
1: he was new kids. Uh, oh
0: um, yeah, that's right. He had his own thing, right?
1: Right, and then he tried to do a. He may have tried to do the bad boy thing too, but you know yeah. he he he, he's, he he doesn't even. He
0: plays a detective now on a cop show, Blue Blood, starring Tom Selleck. Everybody available on Ion and. Some he other off the wall network years
1: back before uh, he was on Boomtown. That was a great. Time oh yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. Police drama yeah, before yeah. now everybody wants reality TV. They want right. B actors uh, living Amish. <laughs> Todd Todd Bridges shooting a horse. That's what everybody wants. To <laughs> <down>. <laughs> that's
0: that's 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 Jack what's marketable.
1: Didn't even know who Todd Bridges is?
0: No, he doesn't. He was the well. We'll get into that next time. <laughs> oh, about oh, is you know he, what? Is he dead. Uh, um, those other
1: people are dead.
0: Uh. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, he's dead. Todd Bridges, I think, is passed. Gary Coleman has passed. Yeah, that. Uh, um, Conrad Bain no, has was, passed. An old man. Uh, um, the, hot, the hot blonde. Yeah, what was her? Overdose, what think. was her name? Um, Dana, Dana Plato. Plato. Yeah, Dana Plato. Yeah, she's uh, she's deceased or or Mrs. Garrett. She's long gone. Yeah. Man, no one's surviving from the cast of Different Strokes. Everybody. What was uh,
1: Willis Todd Bridges, what, shot in a robbery? What
0: happened? Will, no. Night? Gary Coleman.
1: No, no, no. Willis.
0: That was Gary. Oh, which about Willis? That was Todd Bridges. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What,
0: uh, no, him? he was. He was. No, no, no. He got mixed up in an armed robbery. I think yeah, okay, so. he wasn't shot. He, I think he just died. Maybe, maybe he's still around. He oh, might be the mind. only surviving member of the cast of Different Strokes.
1: Where, I, where is he now?
0: That'd be a, a VH1 how to do a show on that. Be a good idea for a show. Where are they now? Okay. All right. Well, look, we're going to get out. Um, Thanks very much, everybody. Uh, Have a great week. Um, And from now, going forward, you can look for the uh, shows to drop on Tuesdays. We we, we got this one out tonight because it's our first show. We wanted to get it up and get it out. But from now on, these shows are going to drop on Tuesdays. That'll be our regular day. It's going to be a weekly show. Um, So again, it's very difficult, believe it or not. And this is what I found out my first go around with this. It's not easy to come up with uh, topical stuff to talk about for, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes uh, every week. It's kind of challenging to do that. So if you have show ideas or you have things you want me to talk about, let me know. I welcome any ideas that you have relevant to what I could talk about for 30 or 40 minutes. Um, If you like the show, let us know, um, you know, whatever. And, And I will say this finally uh mike is a sponsor of the show the o'hagan law firm uh what's your, what what how, how can people get a hold of you mike if they want to uh want to talk to you about a case
1: uh, best way is on the cell phone 404 403 9711
0: all right and your your uh your office is actually physically located up in buford up in that area
1: in north gwinnett county uh but like i said i'm you know right by the interstate so i can get south. Uh, Head west to Forsyth, uh, east. I don't even know my directions up there, but I, I'm close to a lot of courts. Okay, courts, you know, lawyers, courts. Cool. What
0: we do. Gotcha. All right, everybody. Well, that's going to do it. Everybody, have a wonderful Easter, and we will see you all back here next Tuesday. Things my granddaddy said. Thanks so much. All right, that's it.
1: Did you tell him not to be running with the devil?
0: Did I? Yeah. No, he just can't. He just can't do it well enough. He's still working on it. Oh,
1: because of the acoustic? Yeah. That's, they are a lot harder. No, I get it. I get that. I thought you were just trying to, you know. No, no. Didn't want walk-